Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. On today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, we hear about the increasingly popular hospital-at-home model which had been growing in recent years and has taken off during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's Monday, June 15th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. This is the time for hospital at home, says Raphael Rakowski. He co-founded Medically Home in 2016. In the last three months, the hospital at home company started working with Tufts Medical Center and Adventist Health. The model of caring for patients at home has been studied for years and has been found to lower costs and improve outcomes. So why hasn't it been widely adopted? Rakowski says partially because insurers weren't paying for it, regulatory hurdles and the longstanding hospital culture. In a two-part series this week, Rakowski and Medically Home's chief medical officer, Dr. Pippa Shulman, talked to me about how hospital at home can save money and improve recovery time. Here's some of that conversation. Raphael, I know Medically Home has been quite busy in the last few months with new contracts with large medical systems. Do you think this is hospital at home's time? Yeah, it's long overdue, but the difference between the models that have been out there through the years is that we decided to focus almost exclusively on very high acuity care, which requires a completely different clinical model, a high level of technology coordination and software. So from the outset, it was a little more challenging to to deploy our model. But the reason our time has come is, in my view, is a confluence of forces. COVID was like that last catalyst, but the hospital clinical business model doesn't reliably create a positive outcome for patients. Economically, it doesn't work. It's not sustainable anymore. And then a lot of hospitals are full and they're reluctant to build new towers. You know, cost of a bed now is $2 million. So with all these forces growing and more and more movement to value-based care, it just became logical that we really need a different way to deliver high acuity care. And then COVID came and it demonstrated a lack of flexibility in the system. Uh, now 35% of patients around the country are afraid to go back to the hospital at all. So for a lot of reasons, it was a big wake-up call, but there was a lot of momentum before that. How hard is it for a health system to start a hospital-at-home program? How can you tell if they're really serious, and how much of a culture shift is it? It really depends on whether or not they're starting a low-acuity hospital-at-home program, which is relatively easy to start, um, with the exception of really understanding how you have to structure reimbursement. But in terms of a clinical and operating model, most of the lower-acuity hospital-at-home programs use physician house calls or send nurses to the home. 
So uh, an average healthcare system with some assistance probably could be up and running in six months. A higher acuity system requires more time, but we've already crossed the threshold. The Adventist program from start to finish was under 30 days, which is a record for us. The real structure and the real strategy and the real culture has to come from a number of places. So one is today the default the default system for hospital care is the physical hospital. So imagine you're a patient, you're in the emergency department, you have an attending physician, he or she is used to admitting you upstairs when you require acute level care. The mindset here is your first default position is you're really sick, you need to go home. That takes a cultural shift to do that. And then all of the, the systems, the workflows to be able to do that requires some real cultural change. The second is the care team itself they're working collaboratively, and you don't have the typical vertical hierarchy that you would be experiencing in a more siloed system. The most important, at least in our view, that patient and their family has a single care team for their entire experience. They're not constantly handoffed and transferred, which is really debilitating emotionally. So to, to do all of those things I just mentioned is a big shift from a bricks and mortar centralized hospital system. Dr. Pippa Shulman, as the chief medical officer of Medically Home, can you tell me what types of patients can be well cared for under this model and what type of home situation do they need? We assess patients for, to make sure they're clinically appropriate for a hospital at home. Although we can care for very high acuity patients, we still, as to date, can't do ICU level care at home. And so we need to make sure that we are providing as safe a care environment as possible. We also need to make sure that patients have a home environment to receive care. And that doesn't mean um, anything fancy. It means a roof, some electricity, and running water. Patients do not have to have a caregiver at home. We really look at the whole patient as experience. Were they safe in their home before they became ill? Most patients who get admitted to this in this country have been in hospitals before in many cases and know that that experience is less than optimal and know that when they're in the hospital, they're separated from the important things that help us heal, whether it's family or pets or plants, the things around you, your pillow. The COVID pandemic has made this increasingly urgent. Patients don't wanna to go to the hospital because not only are they afraid of infection, they become isolated from their families. What kind of technology gets installed when a patient is admitted to hospital at home? We bring the patient home uh, under the safe care, uh, usually of a community paramedic, and we install the hospital room in their home. And what that consists of is a fairly small footprint of technology that allows 24-7 communication and access to their care team, as well as immediate response to biometric monitoring so that we can see if a patient's blood pressure has changed. We can respond uh, just like the call button in the hospital, but a faster face-to-face -face response. Patients do not need to have connectivity. Uh, they don't even need to have a home phone. We bring one. So we bring a phone and a tablet, a personal emergency response system, as well as the biometric monitoring devices. And we get them situated in, and they meet their, their new physician or their attending physician right there the day that they're admitted, they're connected with the nurse in the medical command center who becomes their, their go-to person for whatever they need over that course of care, whether it's new medication uh, or meals uh, or assistance with something. And so 
we come in, we admit that patient, and then we admit the whole household. They feel comfortable that we're really caring for all of them. I heard you say that paramedics come to the patient's home. Why paramedics as opposed to other types of medical workers? So we use both nurses and paramedics in the system. The advantage of the community paramedic model or mobile integrated health, as it's known in Massachusetts, is that paramedics are used to working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They have a wide range of capabilities, including both treatment as well as diagnostics. Um, And they travel in um, vehicles that are outfitted with um, point of care lab testing, EKG machines and monitoring. Um, able to place IVs and give fluids with a rapid turnaround time. And so we've partnered with them and really developed uh, processes and care pathways to make sure that we have an acute rapid response any time of day or night, just like in a hospital. Raphael, I assume reimbursement was one of the early barriers to health system adoption. I understand some commercial insurers pay for this kind of care, but what about Medicare fee-for-service? Currently, as we sit here today, there are waivers to allow Medicare to pay a hospital to care for their patients who requires hospitalization in a home setting. Fee-for-service Medicare is one of those things that we're working on very, very diligently with our colleagues to extend as long as possible. The second is Medicare Advantage has been a a payer for this type of model for quite a while, including in Boston. Uh, Commercial insurance has been a payer for this model with a number of of potential users and users, including in Boston in our market. And we, we broke through in about a year ago to take care of Medicare ACO patients. And lastly, the bundled payment, the BPCIA program with Medicare is also a qualified program. But there is a challenge because in that 90-day episode of care, it requires a two-day physical stay in a hospital for the index admission. And we're working to try to alleviate that and qualify the home for that first two days of stay. So there are multiple ways to get reimbursed for this today. And that's one of the major reasons we think that health systems are now moving forward. They've been thinking about this for years, but now with reimbursement growing, they're, they're more energized about the model. Let's talk about the savings. Raphael, how much does Medically Home's hospital at home program save a patient or insure? The total cost of care for, let's say, an episode that would typically include the hospitalization and all the care that follows, which might be skilled nursing care, might be home care, might even include a readmission, the, the, the program pretty much traditionally generates about 25% savings compared to the current case. In some cases, it's higher for more complex patients, some cases a little bit lower, but that's a really good benchmark. And all of the evidence and all of the studies that have been done through the years are about that, that range of about 25%. And, and the, the number is not magical, Alex, because the fixed cost of a hospital, the bricks and mortar cost is 65% per day. So if you just do the math, When you take that out and you add the additional time for the episode and some of the costs for decentralizing the care, you'll end up with about 25% in savings. That was co-founder of Medically Home, Rafael Rakowski, and Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Pippa Schulman. Tomorrow, they'll talk about caring for COVID patients and what the hospital of the future will look like. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.